listening to the In Pursuit Podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the In Pursuit Podcast. I am your host, Samson Jagoris, and tonight we're going to be talking about something that is extremely, extremely important to me. Most of you who know me know that I'm extremely passionate about nutrition, and uh, I'm constantly trying to help people better understand and transcend the bullshit that has been thrown around the industry. And at the end of the day, guys, it does not matter whether it's veganism, whether it's intermittent fasting, whether it's counting macros, whether it's Jenny Craig, whether it's the new shake diet, all of those things are just tactics to help you control your total calorie intake. And I get a ton of questions about intermittent fasting as if it's the magic bullet. Everybody's looking for the magic bullet. Here's the facts. You're going to have to suffer a little if you've been eating like an asshole for years and you are now not able to lose weight. Intermittent fasting is a strategy that is going to help you through that process. Now, it doesn't work for everybody and some people can eat more calories, but what intermittent fasting is actually doing is it's playing into your body's natural hormone cycles, your body's natural circadian rhythm or sleep patterns, and an attempt to help you postpone your calories to later in the day so that you can have better control of your total caloric intake and not want to eat or overeat in the evenings, which is where most people lose their battle. Now, this is backed up with some real science. But what you you see, I was just reading an article from Men's Health Magazine that was posted at the beginning of the year where they were analyzing Hugh Jackman's diet before he got ready to shoot Wolverine. And Hugh Jackman was using a 16-8 protocol, which means for 16 hours he was not eating or he was fasting, and then for eight hours he was eating. So basically he was just taking his breakfast that he would normally eat, and he was pushing that back to about 11 o'clock in the morning before he decided to eat his first meal. So the article like <clears throat> positions intermittent fasting as if now all of a sudden the reason Hugh Jackman's so jacked has nothing to do with the fact that his whole entire life is built around training and getting ready for his movie so that he can be in top-notch shape and get paid millions of dollars. Um, They try to position intermittent fasting as if it's this magic bullet that's all of a sudden going to help you lose the fat on your body. So what I did is I dug a little bit deeper into the research and found some actual research that talks about specifically why intermittent fasting might be advantageous for you when you're trying to diet. It doesn't help you lose more fat as much as it just helps you keep your calories in check. And so here's what I found. What I found was, although intermittent fasting can aid in fat loss, it's not because of the magical window of 16 hours of fasting to 8 hours of eating. The strategy isn't magically burning more fat. In actuality, it plays into hormone cycles and circadian rhythms, making it easier for people to keep their calories in check and not overeat. In turn, this causes them to use stored body fat for energy in place of consumed calories. What this means is that total caloric intake is still far superior to intermittent fasting. Again, it's just a strategy to help you lose weight. Intermittent fasting is valuable if you have a tendency to overeat in the evening, which we all know when we're busier during the day, we tend to be less focused on food. On top of that, our natural cortisol cycles play a role into our evening hunger. 
when when we wake in the morning, our cortisol levels are highest, and they slowly de- decline as the day progresses. Well, there's this paper written by a couple of different scientists, and what they found is the internal circadian clock increases hunger and appetite in the evening, and it's independent of how much food you've eaten during the day, any other behaviors, um, whether you've just eaten or how far apart you've eaten or you know whatever that may be, and they discovered that the most pivotal piece of information in intermittent fasting, they showed that there's large endogenous circadian rhythms associated with hunger that is completely independent of the total calories consumed. Humans have developed a biological wiring that causes a peak in hunger at 8 p.m. They propose that this may help explain the commonly observed daily rhythm in food intake and starchy foods. They also found that we tend to eat more meats and more fruits, and we're less, we're less likely to eat vegetables or other lower calorie foods because what we're trying to do is eat higher caloric intakes in order to go to sleep. And this is very helpful when there was times of feast and famine. We've been kind of programmed to eat this way, that we, we look for our food, we forage, we get our food, and then we eat that food, and then we go to sleep. Right, but that's not so much the case in everyday life now. Like we have food readily available to us, so if we're doing that, we're overeating in the in the the entire day, and then overeating in the evening. We're constantly in this caloric surplus, or we have more calories coming in than we're actually burning, and that's what ultimately makes us fat. So if you can keep that in check, then what you're actually going to see is you're going to see your body fat's going to go down. So when intermittent fasters try to tell you that intermittent fasting is proven to you know uh, reduce cardiovascular disease or reduce cancer they're really just not giving you the full picture because the full picture says that body fat and being over fat is the number one determining factor in health disease cardiovascular disease and cancer so by keeping your calories in check and losing weight the byproduct of that is you're going to be less likely to get cardiovascular disease, less likely to get cancer. It's not because of the intermittent fasting. Again, it's just preventing you from overeating. So the conclusion is this, is that if we can take advantage of elevated cortisol levels, we can access stored body fats as a mean to fuel our body, eventually reduce our morning hunger, and allow us to stave off our first meal until later in the day. Also, because we're more distracted during the day, it's easier to not focus on food. However, as the evening approaches and our cortisol levels drop, we tend to become more hungry. So by strategically positioning our first meal until later in the day, we prevent overeating and we limit our total caloric load. In turn, intermittent fasting will fail if you still continue to overeat the total number of calories that you should versus the total number of calories that you're burning. But if we can keep it in check, we'll see our body fat decrease. So once again, intermittent fasting is not magic. It's the total control of calories and a healthy body fatness that is ultimately our saving grace. What's going on, guys? Thanks for listening. If you love it, Give me a five star over on iTunes, over on Stitcher, over on SoundCloud, wherever you're listening at. I really appreciate you guys. If you got any feedback, insight, episodes, things you want to hear about, 
do not hesitate to shoot me a message. Thanks.